Welcome to GenCast, a sponsored podcast series brought to you by Genetic Engineering and Biotechnology News. I'm your host, Jeff Bukaliskis. Separation. It's an uneasy concept for most people, as we are social beings and thrive on interactions with each other. The simple act of putting up physical barriers is often an affront to the human psyche. Animals aren't too particularly fond of the scenario either, as any dog owner who leaves the house for five minutes can attest to. But if you're a biotech researcher, well then separation is probably your jam, as the isolation of biomolecules using membrane filtration plays a vital role in bioprocessing, as nearly every unit operation utilizes a membrane for process protection. While there are numerous types of filtration methods that are employed through the biomanufacturing pipeline, Late-stage bioprocesses often require large-volume manufacturing to meet supply requirements, and these increased volume demands can create challenging filtration operations. Large-scale volume operations, especially those with low filter capacity and flux, can disrupt facility fit, leading to situations that require time-consuming solutions or undesirable capital purchases. In this GenCast, we'll explore the various troubleshooting techniques that the MLab Collaboration Center experts employed together with Biogen to solve their facility fit challenges. Let's meet our panelists and find out more about the obstacles they faced and how they navigated through them. My name is Mitch Getz. I'm an engineer in manufacturing sciences at Biogen, located in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina. My job function is to tech transfer new products and processes into the manufacturing facility located here at RTP, North Carolina. And my name is Thomas Parker. I'm a process development scientist with Merck. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining this GenCast today. Let's begin and discuss some of the topics that we have here. So, Mitch, maybe you could talk a little bit about the unique challenges that manufacturers face during late-stage bioprocessing and why Biogen approached the team at the MLab Collaboration Centers. Sure. So as late stage processing from partners, even from internal, requires that you have everything together, you have all the data, all the information, so that you have a smooth transfer into the manufacturing facility. In addition, our timelines are typically such that we have about three to four months to accomplish this from the time that the pre-tech transfer occurs where they identify resins and filters to the time that we actually start the detailed design and actually get it implemented three to four months. So as a result, we had a partner that came in with a process and they had a number of filters within the process. The issue that we had was that they had a 2K process that we were trying to scale up to 15K and they were using Biogen non-preferred filters, ones that we just simply did not have available here on site. And so I approached Thomas and his team with uh, this information and requested that we get some filters that were Biogen preferred filters sized properly so that we could put them into this process. Yeah, Mitch, that's a great summary. And we as an organization engage in similar trials all over the world to solve facility fit challenges as well as many other areas of process optimization. This collaboration was unique in a couple of ways, though. Biogen, as Mitch was saying, they were scaling to pretty large volume from a 2,000-liter process all the way up to a 15,000-liter process and under pretty tight timelines without the luxury of being able to optimize every individual unit operation to make things run really smoothly. Additionally, we were helping Biogen on an end-to-end basis on this entire process, all the way from harvest clarification to bulk drug substance filtration. So it wasn't just a single unit operation 
that we were helping Biogen with. This was a full process challenge to understand how one step would impact the next and how we would optimize the intermediate filtrations to ensure a smooth process at 15,000 liters. We also had to work with the process that we were given and troubleshoot using techniques that didn't introduce significant process changes, such as pre-filtration and lower footprint filtration solutions. So how did Biogen and the MLab Collaboration Centers work together to solve this facility fit challenge? So this collaboration is a great example of how the MLab Collaboration Centers are uniquely positioned to help customers, not just on individual unit operations, but also for end-to-end process optimization. Biogen provided representative feed samples from their PPQ campaign, and we generated filter sizing for all intermediates from harvest clarification all the way to bulk fill filtration to ensure facility fit at that large scale. And where filter sizing data suggested that there could be a risky scale up, we suggested various process changes or optimize the filter train through pre-filtration to ensure that there would be facility fit. One unique challenge that we faced within pre-filtration in this filter sizing and scale-up was that Biogen had a salt addition at their last column step that was causing a lot of precipitation and turbidity and was really difficult for just bioburden reduction filter to remove alone. And so we added a pre-filter and we actually looked at a depth filter there because of Biogen's previous experience with our depth filter technologies. And that worked really well to protect that bioburden reduction filter. Additionally, we looked at the Millipore High Area Express filters, which provide double the filter area per cartridge. And these technologies, because of their dense pleat structure, have been difficult to scale up into. They're not exactly representative of the standard pleat structures and don't always scale linearly. And our research and development team has done a lot of work to develop a scaling tool for those Millipore High Area Express filters. And we were able to evaluate those with Biogen and provide confidence in their scalability from this 2K scale all the way up to 15K using a really small amount of feed material. Yeah. And adding on to what Thomas said is this was a unique process to Biogen in that on the feed to the third column, we added the depth filters. This was something that at Biogen we had never had to perform before, but again, there was no issue. The depth filters were something new to the partner, but we did have experience with depth filters in further upstream portions of the process. So, you know, we were able to convince them that things would go well. As far as the high area membrane, that really helped us out a great deal and that we were able to use our existing filter bases and filter housings without having to change piping or add new capital equipment. Because a couple of things, we didn't have the time to do that as well as we didn't have the capital budget to do that for this process. So it sounds like the MLab Collaboration Center team went through some pretty intense problem solving to address Biogen's facility fit challenge. What was the ultimate outcome for Biogen? The outcome was excellent. Again, this was a PPQ first batch. It was a five-batch campaign. And during that campaign, there were no filter issues. We had no filter following, and we had no deviations associated with filters. It worked really well. The other benefits here is we did not have to change our filter configuration, our equipment. No equipment modifications were required. No capital expenditures required. As a result, there were no delays in getting these filters installed into the facility. The other plus that the partner really liked was that the wetted materials that were supplied were the same materials that the partner had used at the 2K process. And so they didn't have to worry about leachables and extractables as a result. 
In addition, all of the filters that were recommended were filters that Biogen had used before. So there were no new filter specs that were required, which was definitely a time savings. And also the warehouse item codes, we were able to use existing ones with no new additions. So all of this saved time was very fluid and it worked out very well to our advantage as well as for the partner. So guys, with your experience with this project and other projects, you know, what's the number one tip you would give to other late phase CMOs struggling with these types of challenges? I would definitely work on this early on the front end of the tech transfer so that you don't put yourself in a corner just in case there are issues and concerns. So definitely work on it early. And secondly, obtain representative samples. So all of these intermediates had to be representative and we also held them for the total duration of their hold time so that would be a worst case. So that added to the safety factor in the sizing. So those are the two tips that I would provide to someone performing this exercise. And Mitch, you discussed this at the American Chemical Society BIOT meeting earlier this year, giving an oral presentation about this collaboration. And after your presentation, I was approached by another one of our customers, and he said he was really appreciative of hearing somebody talk about intermediate filtration because it's often something that gets overlooked in large-scale processing as really just not all that important because you can just, you know, fill up your facility with filters and assume that it's going to work if you're maxing out your footprint. And that's really just not the case for all of these processes. You know, as we've discussed, sometimes you're on a very short timeline and you've moved quickly through the clinic and have just a little bit of time to transfer a process into the facility. And here we were scaling up so large that the footprint differences were quite significant. And, you know, if we hadn't performed the soldier sizing, then it could have resulted in an unsuccessful campaign at that 15,000 liter scale. So my advice for other late phase CMOs and manufacturers would be to, you know, just really push to generate this data. It doesn't take terribly long to generate and that's what your vendors are here for. The MLAB collaboration centers can come alongside customers to help ease the burden of that process development. And as we did with Mitch, we were able to generate filter sizing data and he just had to supply representative feed sample in a pretty short amount of time and then work together to determine the best solutions for Biogen moving forward. So I think just ensuring that you engage with these things and don't overlook them and allow vendors to partner and collaborate to ensure success in manufacturing. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us today on this GenCast. Thank you for talking about the many challenges that you guys face and how you were able to get around them. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to GenCast. For genetic engineering and biotechnology news, I'm Jeff Pogaliskis.